Hey guys, this is Coach Ana Cito, and this is CFL Happy Hour, our new internal podcast where we highlight members, coaches, and the Lacey community. We want to show you guys off and help bring our community even closer than it already is. For our very first podcast, I am interviewing Coach Julie Denny. Julie offers one of our specialty classes, Reclaim. Reclaim is designed for women with an emphasis on rebuilding core strength, proper bracing, breathing and workouts, pelvic floor rehab, and overall toning and conditioning. It is for all women at any fitness level and stage of life. If you know Julie, I bet you've never seen her without a smile on her face. She's absolutely a breath of fresh air whenever she walks into the gym. I am so excited to interview her, and I hope you guys enjoy. Hey guys, this is Anna here for CrossFit Lacey Happy Hour. Julie decided on the podcast name. We made an executive decision. You're I was, welcome. I was going to make the 930 vote for it, but it was too much pressure. We needed it. We needed a name <laughs> right now. So welcome to our first official podcast. Really Woo! excited. Um, I'm going to kickstart it with having Julie introduce herself and tell us a little bit about her. All right. So my name's Julie Denny. Um, originally from Michigan, we are out here in the Pacific Northwest because Trevor's stationed at JBLM. Um, I've been coaching for ooh, almost two years. Oof. Yep. Before that, I was an athlete, played softball my whole life, did the whole um, weightlifting, speed and agility, always been active my whole life. Um, I have two girls. Everybody knows that who are listening. I mean, three girls. Oh, sure. yeah. I did oh, that. Julie forgot so, a child. Just so, so everyone everybody it. does that all the time. <laughs> People forget Carson's around. Um, no, so I have Kylie, Kimber, and Carson now. Um, Carson is nine months. Kimber is six. Kylie's eight. Oof. Yeah. Wow. Um, what else? What else do you want to know about me? Man, I want to know what got you into CrossFit. Oh boy. So Trevor dragged me into CrossFit. Wow, I thought it was the uh, other way around. No, he did. He found oh. it through the army, obviously, because that's where kind of CrossFit started. So, yeah. Um, he dragged me into a CrossFit gym. Shoot, Kylie's eight. So seven years ago. Wow. So you're like an OG. Uh, what year? Know. What year is that? Eight years ago? Because math isn't my strong suit. What 2019? Uh, so twelve. Well, you started almost four years. So CrossFit started around two, like got hot in two thousand eight. So right. you're really, you're really, truly almost an OG of CrossFit. <laughs> so you remember it back when it was like Murph every day. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. When we started, we did Hero Wads every, every Saturday. Day. Yeah. Yep. yep. That's that's how I vaguely remember. I, yeah. Oh my and gosh. it's blown up from there. Um, originally started CrossFit in Colorado Springs at CrossFit Endemic. They started out of their gym. They were our friends in the Army. There's a guy um, that just joined that yes, had an Endemic yes, shirt Yes, we've on. had a few people come, come here from Endemic. Course, yep. Yeah. Um, yep. And this is the natural path of the Army up the West Coast. Yes. Wow. I cannot believe you've been doing CrossFit that long. I thought you had not that I no, 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 no. I good. just, you know, there's not many people truly that have done CrossFit like since 2008 and just mm -hmm. that's crazy. 
Yeah, or, or 2000. Yeah, 2008, you said. Yeah. So I started in Colorado. I did. I had CrossFit in Michigan, had CrossFit in Texas, and now CrossFit here. When did you start coaching? Uh, I started coaching here. What, what made what so, made you want to do that? Honestly, people <laughs> were like, hey, you would be a good coach. And I was like, uh, and I was scared to death about even thinking about being yeah. in front of people. I still trip over my words. Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, but we all do. But yeah, I, people were just telling me, I was like, well, let's see where it goes. And here I am. Did you do like an onboarding session through here or did they kind of just. Yep. Yep. I did my level one and then I did my apprentice, followed them around for a while. And then I started. Wow. Yeah. So when you did your, so you got your level one, then you did your apprenticeship. Wow. Okay. I did it backwards. I was like, I'm going to get it. I promise. But like, (laughs) let me just watch you a couple of times, you know, like, well, I started doing, um, kids shadowing. Oh, okay. So I started kids, then got my level one, then started coaching and then got my fit kids. Okay. My CrossFit kids. So you kind of, cause I know that you, Besides doing Reclaim, yeah. um, you also are heavily in fit kids. I think you and Chris kind of go back yep. and forth. Yeah, we the have the high school, the, our teens and our fit kids. Yep. I Me and Chris. love it. I went and observed Chris doing the fit kids a couple weeks ago, I think, and it was just so much fun. I thought yeah. it was awesome. Like I was, the, the kids were, they had bands and they were doing sled drags with the bands looped through weights, like just like the big old plates that we use. And they were like sprinting back and forth. And I was like, that is so much fun. And then Chris was doing pushups with them. And, and I was like, some of these kids are looking better than you, Chris. You better right? step your gift step <laughs> and step uh, it up. Shoot. And uh, uh, I, yeah. I loved it. I thought it was that I, I love I, something that I'm trying to maybe get into in the future, but Adults are hard enough as it is. Man, you guys keep me on my toes. Now, kids, I think, are even. Hey, I love the kids. The, yeah. So that's really where your passion lies. That's where I started. Yes. And then yep. you said, you know what? I love kids so much. I want <laughs> to help the people who created them. <laughs> is that a good segue? No. So honestly, I it was a selfish, it's a selfish thing. Yeah. I found my pregnancy and postpartum cert because I was like, I am sick of not having answers of why my body was the way it was. And so I kind of went down that rabbit hole of Mm. internet searching. (laughs) Oh yeah. The rabbit typing. (laughs) Yes. Just looking for answers Uh and came across my cert and is it CrossFit affiliated in any way? No. So it is um, the National Strength and Conditioning. Okay. Um, okay. NASM. So yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Or NAS. the other one. Yeah. Nah, nah. Well, so, something not CrossFit related, but right. But still, personal a, training world. Yeah, a, more still of a that. Very, yeah. very valuable thing. I feel like I've just now noticing the kind of direction towards helping women get. Recontrol, like regain, like you know, mm-hmm. control of their bodies, and it's it's kind of like a cool direction. I think, um, you know, CrossFit's doing their whole CrossFit health, and I think this is just a little part, like incorporating in it. So maybe in the future we could see CrossFit's own cert for postpartum yes. women or just anyone in general. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be really cool. But tell us a little bit about Reclaim. 
because I personally thought it was just for people that have had babies and was very misled and have told many CrossFit classes. So I'm sorry if I've told you guys it's just for postpartum women. It is for every woman, but I'll let Julie classily classily (laughs) say it, not, not like me butchering it. Oh, so Reclaim is a woman on woman's only class. Woman's. Woman's. No males, please. (laughs) Um, But we go over how to incorporate the core in our everyday movements and in our movements in the gym. So we kind of dial in how to use that diaphragm, the transverse abdominals, and that pelvic floor Mm -hmm. in all our movements. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because... Obviously, core to extremity, everything comes from our core out. And then as women, our anatomy is just different than guys, obviously. Mm -hmm. And CrossFit fitness industry is very male-driven. So a lot of the tendencies or things we're taught um, not necessarily are hindering us, Mm -hmm. but there's a better way for us to engage our cores. Okay to get more out of our fitness. So can you give us an example of that? So, uh, <laughs> sorry, I think no, I- you're good. <laughs> so like, um, the Valsalva maneuver, that breathing technique, yeah. which is awesome mm-hmm. if done properly. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times you're either pushing out through your core mm-hmm. or you're bearing down. Yeah. And so bearing down is putting a lot of pressure on that pelvic floor um, ladies then kind of experience leaking at the bottom of a lift. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're pushing out through your core, then that honestly can cause the separation and diastasis. Oh, yeah. Um, so just being aware of tendencies mm-hmm. and knowing that there's kind of a different way of doing it. Okay. And then also knowing like how to properly use your core. A lot of yeah. people Don't aren't aware that. of how to turn it on. Yeah, I agree. I think it took me a long time to realize like, oh, this thing that's holding like my shoulders and my quads, the, you know, like the, uh, the sexy muscles, I guess is (laughs) needs like help too, you know, like I'm like, oh, this trunk thing that's, you know, just sitting there doing nothing. And, you know, I've kind of given up on abs at this point. So I was like, (laughs) you know, who cares? But it really took me a long time to like, okay, I need to, I need to figure this out and and really start um, using my core and, and, um, and try Mm -hmm. and strengthen it. It's something that I really have been actively trying to do, especially Mm -hmm. trying to focus more on gymnastics now. Oh, so it's huge. huge. So it's like the biggest thing. So, um, but yeah, I've been, I've been actively trying to, to, to work on that. And I'm taking some college classes and right now we're looking over like the, the like trunk area. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I really thought I knew most of the muscles in the body. Mm -hmm. I really was like, I got this, you know, being a nurse and and, Mm -hmm. then taking a lot of anatomy classes just out of interest. I was like, I have this. And then I'm just like, holy shoot. There's, There's a lot so more. much going on, in, not only in your core, but like in, in like the pelvic bowl, all that. It's just, mm-hmm. I was kind of mind blown. I was literally looking at it this morning at work. I was just, just sitting there like, oh, I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. So it is so cool that you are doing a class that's helping women like gain control of that. Right. I, um, I have a, I guess like a question with the, 
the breathing. So you say yes. instead of bearing down, yep. are you like filling like up? Like what's the... So we go over the first one that we call is our piston breath. And that That's is, cool. <laughs> yes, that is getting ladies to incorporate their diaphragm, their transverse abdominals, and their pelvic floor with their breathing. So when they inhale, everything kind of expands and relaxes. Mm-hmm. And as they exhale, everything kind of draws in mm-hmm. and tightens. So it's almost like their own bracing mechanism, but okay. they're using their body. Does that make sense? So it, like instead of putting on a weight belt. Sure. I, yeah. So <laughs> Sorry. I know. Going down that yeah, rabbit hole. Man. Um, so instead of putting on a weight belt, they would be able to then incorporate and turn on their transverse abdominals and their pelvic floor. Mm -hmm. And then that is more of like um, their stability, what they're looking for in their lifts. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make a lot of sense because I am a, I have a bad habit of using weight belts. I am, I don't know what it is. I hurt my back a couple years ago and I was like, nope. That's yeah. it. Weight belts, anything over 125. Yep. There's a weight belt going yes. on. Anything that's close to my body weight, I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> I, we're going to throw we're gonna this throw weight belt on. And yes. I really do feel a difference. And I know that's because I'm not doing everything I should be doing with my core. And you know what? Knowledge isn't power sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Ignorance is sometimes bliss. So when you know you're doing something wrong and you do it anyway, <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs> So I know I need help, <laughs> but I, no, it's... I I think that a lot of people could benefit, you know, I've been doing CrossFit a couple of years now and I feel like th- th- these habits are so ingrained and it's been so hard trying to take away these bad habits because I didn't, it, it wasn't even popular back Mm-mm. even four years ago or five years no. ago. So it's just like so hard to take those habits back. And I love that you're offering this class and all we have so many new members that I know are going. We have people that don't even do CrossFit that are in your class. Yes. So how did they, how, how did that even happen? How did you um, so I have a lot of ladies who aren't even in CrossFit going to my class because they uh, kind of found me on the internet mm-hmm. um, because Good they either internet. have prolapse they have pelvic floor disorder. They have diastasis. Mm-hmm. Um, so they found me because I am kind of certified to work with them. Oh, so you're like on conditions. like a national database yes, or something. Yeah, okay, yep. yeah. I think um, I that. Yeah. Yep. And then, so I can work alongside of their pelvic floor therapist. Wow. So I There's can a kind therapist. of therapist. Yes. Are they doctors? Uh, yeah. They're just about the pelvic floor. So they actually cover your core. So your transverse abdominals, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. They measure diastasis. They can tell you how to help that. They do like lower back stuff and they do pelvic floor because a lot of that stuff all ties in together. So you are are essentially in contact with their doctors. I could be, yeah. You could be. Have you you talked to anyone? Yeah. Have you reached out? Um, There's a few of them who I'm working with their public floor therapists. Wow. So yeah. now that you have this awesome relationship, not only with members, but with professional healthcare yep. providers, yep. which is awesome. I mean, I was just listening to a podcast the other day where this guy, he's in some other, not like this country, but he's American and he moved there for a crop to, to do a, a ownership, but he is doing something similar, but not with women, just like working with 
physical therapists and providers, like contacting them, like, hey, what do you want this member to be doing? Someone that has right. like a lower back injury or knee injury. And like, how can we make this like a, 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 clo- a closed lo- loop communication almost? Right. Which is something that I think CrossFit's heading towards because it was lacking where you would come to CrossFit and you would have a knee injury and we would tell you to do something. Your mm-hmm. physical therapist would tell you to do something. Your doctor would probably tell you to don't do anything that causes pain. And then you have any other slew of people that you are talking about in regards to your health, telling you just completely different things. And then you got your mother and your brother and sister that tell you like, right. All I mean, everyone. So it's really cool. I think that you are able to work with professionals and, and yeah. not that you are also a professional and you just get to, I just think that's awesome. I really think that's where CrossFit should be heading. I think that's where, I mean, gyms in, in the future are going to be heading, just making this a, a safe space and a place where people, where people are comfortable um, with what we're telling them and know that their doctors and um, people that have gone to college <laughs> almost more years <laughs> than I've been alive, <laughs> like, uh, you know, and, and yes. trust that we're all in it, yeah. in it together. So I think that's really cool. I know that was really long winded of telling you that's pretty rad that you're doing that. Um, but <laughs> well, thank you. Um, yeah, I know yeah. my mom did the class. Yep. And she told me that um, you kicked her her ass and her core. So yes. Just, so a lot of ladies come it. in um, kind of hesitant because they think it's going to be an easy uh cakewalk yeah. compared to CrossFit because yeah. we don't do a lot of the intense dynamic movements. Mm-hmm. Um, we do more of like the squats, the deadlifts, the mm-hmm. almost everyday movements that you're going to see, sure. you know, um, to function outside of the gym. Yeah. But then to get that dynamic breath and learn how to use your core through all the movements, mm-hmm. it's going to be a core taxing workout. We do focus on core strengthening usually um, once. Uh, so we run three days a week. So usually one of those days is like a core focus day. But then I still incorporate like core stabilization and core movements through the rest of the week as well. And a lot of my ladies come in and they're like, I didn't even know I had those muscles. Which is awesome. I always so, love finding a new muscle. Right. We always <laughs> find a new one. I love, oh, there it is. Right. All this life. I yes. didn't even know. Yes. <laughs> that happens. So um, just being able to, yeah, work that core, get a good workout in, but keep the ladies safe. So, wow, so you that. guys, you're, mm, what, what days are your classes? Then? So we work out Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday at 530. At 5.30. Okay. And then you do your own programming. I do. For this. Yes. So how is that, you know, you're, uh, I mean, in general, a relatively new coach. I mean, yes. um, and now you're writing programming, which is right. technically, I mean, in my opinion, a, a, a more advanced thing. And, and I think it gives you such an appreciation for people that program and yeah. that like ev- all of the thought and hard work that goes into it. Like how, what is your experience with like, how's it been like programming for these ladies? Um, I love it. I love being able. So I have a very small knit group of ladies. And so I'm able to know like uh, one of our ladies, they're like their specific goals. Mm-hmm. And so I can tailor 
a workout to mm-hmm. kind of cover the majority of the class, but then I have a plan of what this person would do instead of this movement kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, in my in my cert, they did go over programming, mm-hmm. and so I got a good base on how to program. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've, I mean, teaching. I'm always looking to to learn. Learn, and That's so I'm. Awesome. Um, personal training. I'm doing that cert mm-hmm. to kind of get my foot in the door of like more of a general coaching, I guess. Is yeah. That's what you looking for. But yeah, so that kind of goes over a lot of programming as well. Yeah, and absolutely. Just taking the knowledge of who oh, we yeah. have here already, yeah. you know, and learning from people above me mm-hmm. and who have more experience, you know, that just is getting knowledge where I can. That is awesome. I mean, I think that people in the gym recognize how passionate you are about this. I don't think I've been to a class that you haven't been. Like we've been together and there's jump ropes and someone says something about that they pee <laughs> when they jump rope. And then all of a sudden, without a fail, I, I would bet money on it that Julie's from the back going, you shouldn't be jump roping if you're peeing. <laughs> you don't sound uh, like that. But <laughs> I, some days I'm like, oh no, I, that's what I just said. Yeah. Uh, Every time yeah. I've been in class with I, sets. <laughs> So I am a little passionate. Which is a little good. passionate. People and love passion. Sometimes it just comes across <laughs> where I can be a little bossy. Yeah. Don't mean to That's be. Okay. But <laughs> I really ultimately just want to help. Yeah. And want to serve the athletes we have here and just want to give the knowledge that I have and help another life. Yeah. And is- that's and that's the only purpose I have here is just Helping as many ladies as I can. I think people feel that. I really do. I think that, I mean, it just seems that every time I see your class going on, there's more and more people that are going and not doing the workouts with me in CrossFit. And I'm just like, (laughs) the other day I watched Emily walk over to your class and I was like, Uh, are you going to work out with me? She's like, no, I'm going to reclaim. And I'm like, what the hell is going on with people? (laughs) Where are my workout friends? We have a party over and reclaim. I have to go. I know this now. Now that I'm doing this, I have to, I have to actually go to a class and I I do plan on it because I mean, my mom was so thrilled to go. She's Uh like, you, you did so much for her. And she's if you guys have seen my mom, she's she's only here for a month, but she's been doing some classes with us and she has a hard time getting on the ground and getting mm-hmm. back up. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, she said you modified everything. She's like, yep. I worked off a box and I got my butt kicked and just, she's like, had so much fun. Mm-hmm. And she just, I thought it was so cool that you, you know, probably had a large, large class, but were able, like you said, give that individual attention to everyone because you program and you can program with these ladies in mind, which, you know, most gyms don't get that chance to do that because it's a smaller group of people. And that's just, just so cool. I Mm -hmm. I think, um, that you do that, but, uh, I, um, I have to ask about the peen when you jump rope, like, what's the deal? Why, why is that such a passion (laughs) project with you? (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay. So a little about me. I, you obviously know I've been doing CrossFit for seven years and after Kylie, I didn't, I did a lot of like, um, lifting in the gym on my own bodybuilding stuff. And so then when I started CrossFit, I started peeing. And I was like, what Mm -hmm. is this? And I've been an athlete my whole life. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I, Trevor came home from a deployment. I had Kimber Mm -hmm. and I peed even more. Mm -hmm. 
And so it's just one of those things where it was a personal thing for me. Mm -hmm. Um, There's actually a video on our Facebook of when I was at the Oregon games and I, my whole bottom is just covered. I have a pee, a puddle under me and it was just, and I was competing and jump roping. And so I went to my doctors and I was like, Hey, this is happening. And they told me, this is just something moms deal with. Oh, wow. Yes. That's so, but that's, yes, the, that really that's is the norm. idea. Yeah. Yes, because that this is, is a, a new thing response. where ladies are standing up and saying, Hey, pee no more. Right. Uh, right. Maybe a little bit better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's exactly I enjoy the pee no more. Pee no more, you know, but, but yeah, that's, yes. that's interesting. So, so I did this cert doing a lot of research. There's a ton of new studies coming out, public floor therapists, like they're leading the way with this and just giving as much knowledge and understanding to, I mean, our industry and as they can, but it's going to be individually based. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to look at the way they're jumping, their form, mm-hmm. what they're doing, how they're standing, are the ribs over their pelvis. Um, if they're hyperextended, that's going to cause pressure on that pelvic floor if you know Mm -hmm. um and then another thing is whether that pelvic floor is tightened the whole time so if they're clenching and tight the whole time Mm -hmm. eventually that muscle is going to give out yeah and your your, muscles do yes (laughs) so it's just it's kind of very individually based on what could help Ladies, because then also we run into walls of public floor week, and it just can't take that pressure of the jumping up and down mm-hmm. on that muscle. Um, so it just having to sit down with the lady, um, really look at what's happening. Um, I know for me, mine was I was I had a very tight pelvic floor, and so I had to learn how to relax while mm-hmm. I jump, yeah. and then I also thrust my rib cages up. Uh, so you just so I was yeah, hyperextending, yeah. yeah, popping my butt out. So uh, it's hard not to pop your butt out. Yes, <laughs> I agree. So you know, it's just one of those things where there's kind of a well, if they're not doing this, then then look at this, and if it's not this, then look at that kind of thing, and it's a trial and error, figuring wow. out what works for that athlete. That's pretty. That's that's crazy. I just, you know, I really just never realized um, the effects that children (laughs) as much as we love them have on on a woman's body I mean I I obviously don't have kids so Mm -hmm. I've been working out with some of my friends that have kids here and doing jump rope workouts with them Mm -hmm. and they're just like I'm peeing I'm like that's weird (laughs) can you like clamp down a little bit I don't know what you're doing (laughs) eventually it'll just all go go, yeah and then it just and then it's just just a little puddle and it's just like you know, and I've definitely worked out with people that have had like little pee puddles. And, it, you know, in my mind, I'm half like in awe. I'm like, wow, they've worked so hard. They mm-hmm. pee themselves. Like I am not working hard enough mm-hmm. because I have not peed myself yes. yet. And see, that <laughs> it was also something that was very common. And it, it is common in CrossFit. Like if you don't pee yourself, you're not working hard enough. And now we know that if you push yourself to peeing and then keep going, you could actually damage those muscles oh, wow. long term. Wow. Yeah. So that's why I kind of give people a hard time when I'm like, hey, if you're peeing, stop. Yeah. yeah stop, stop the movement. 
you know, resituate, do something else that's going to benefit you. Mm -hmm. Um, and then kind of go back and progress slowly into, you know, those 50 double unders or those hundred double unders. Um, how long does that like almost a road to recovery take? Um, it just honestly depends on the person. Um, cause then we also take into, uh, birth and what happened during that process. Um, different ladies, depending on their recovery, Mm -hmm. it'll take longer. So like for me, I'm nine months postpartum and I obviously knew beforehand I had issues with jump roping. Mm -hmm. So I'm still not quite able to go more than 50 double unders. Mm -hmm. Which is still impressive. Right. (laughs) But then once I hit that 50, I, my pelvic floor is like, nope, you're done. Mm -hmm. So then I have to step back and scale, do a different movement. You know, just being mindful and understanding, like, what's your goal? What are you trying to do here? What's the, like, because we all want to have that long-term health. We want to be doing this when we're 76, 80. Yeah. So. Are you low-balled? I'm going 100. Right? I'm going 100 here, people. Yeah. (laughs) On us. (laughs) I'm just going, I'm on the road. Um, I But I agree. I mean, I really think that this is. I keep coming back to it, but this is the way CrossFit's going. I mean, right. we are not doing all this. Man, when I just like, even when I first started, I was like, I got to go hard every day, three workouts yep. a day. I literally worked out three times a day. Yep. And I had PT in the morning. So sometimes I was four times a day. Oh, and gracious. I had no problem with it. And I loved it. But like, that's not sustainable. We right. like, you know, you doing this is giving people not like a basis. It might take a little bit longer to do right. all the things they want to do. That's rehab, but, but they're going to be able to to do the things they want to do for so many more years instead of just being able to do it for just one workout and then right. having to restart the whole process because they injure themselves or, or hurt themselves or damage of their pelvic floor right. repair. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's a thing, but yeah, sure. I mean, eventually you get to a point where I ain't going back. surgery. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, surgery and there's yes. things. I mean, that I'm obviously out of my scope mm-hmm. with that. Public floor therapist would be the best thing. And that's where a lot of times where if a lady comes to me and saying, hey, I have these symptoms, the first thing I'm going to say is like, hey, I have these public floor therapists. I know the military one at Madigan. Okay. I know some civilian ones around in our community. And I'm like, hey, go see them and then get back to me. I didn't even know there was a pelvic floor therapist at Madigan. So I'm not a good army nurse. (laughs) She honestly (laughs) is on the third floor. Wow. She's a floor above me guys. So don't judge me. (laughs) But that, I mean, that would make sense. That's our mother baby uh, uh, floor. Yep. So that I can see where that makes Mm -hmm. sense, but I I really had no idea, which is, which is a cool thing because now I can direct people up. Okay, sorry guys. Apparently, this only records thirty minutes at a time, so we are restarting <laughs> this, and we've already been talking for thirty minutes, which is crazy because I feel like it's just we just started talking, right? Um, and we I've learned so much. I feel like my mind's exploding. And I, I should be taking notes from you, and it's like telling everyone. So yes. if I'm yelling at you guys after this about peeing while you're jump roping, it's not me. It's Julie. It is. It is always Julie. Me. <laughs> it's not me. So you can't get mad at me. <laughs> Just like all of a sudden, uh, I'll sound like Julie. Like, <laughs> don't 
be when you jump rope. Um, but yeah, we were just talking about that Madigan offers, uh, yeah. has a pelvic, yes. their own pelvic floor therapist, which is really cool. Cause I know a lot of our members are either the military, military yeah. or, um, uh, spouses of yep. a military member. So you have access to that. Mm-hmm. But if you're not, and you're just, uh, not just a civilian, but you, you, you're not, affiliated in the military in any way, which is yes. not a bad thing. Props to you there. Are, Julie has so many more options for you yep. on the outside. Yep. Um, and the civilian. In the yep. World, yep. Which is, um, I, I can't, uh, I can't stress enough, which is so cool that you get to work with them and that you can come in, have, have ladies come in and just, and try you out and, and get screened by you and then right. have a clear direction. Like, okay, I need to go see a professional. Yep. Or, okay, I can work with Julie with what I have and she can help me. Right. So it's just, it's great. Do you recommend people always going to see a pelvic floor therapist or you kind of have like a, almost like an algorithm of like, or a couple of like a lot of symptoms, you know, do you need to go or do you just recommend every woman in general kind of touch bases? Um, so a pelvic floor therapist, honestly, it's never going to hurt to just go see him. Mm-hmm. Um, cause they're going to be able to actually tell you if you're able to engage your pelvic floor, Wow, which is a huge one. Mm-hmm. A lot of ladies think about just a Kegel and it's more, <laughs> yeah. it's more than that. It's more um, than a Kegel. It's more I thought than the Kegel, Kegel was the, the end all be all. Right. Right. Wow. I have been so misled. Yes. And so they can actually, they have their equipment to go in and actually make sure you're using the right muscles. Um, I, Honestly, every lady who comes to see me who is postpartum, mm-hmm. newly postpartum, I tell them, hey, go go to a pelvic floor therapist. They're going to be able to tell you what you're ready for. Because um, if you do get cleared by the OB, OB mm-hmm. um, that six weeks is awesome because they're like medically clearing you. Mm-hmm. But then you need to think about like athletically where you're at. Yeah. And that's where the pelvic floor therapist, like their main focus is those muscles that just went through all that trauma of childbirth is trauma. It is trauma. It's like, it's beautiful. We we love to be like women power and we can handle this, but it is a very, I mean, it's an amazing thing that we can do, Mm -hmm. but it's still, we can't take away from um, how important it is for moms and women to take care of themselves yeah. and get the right health care and set themselves up for our long-term health. Yeah. If that makes sense. It does make sense so, because no one really thinks of the, you know, they're so focused on that beautiful thing that, that, that just, little human yeah, that they birthed. just yes. birthed and that I get to hold when they come in. Yes. And, yes. and but it, it really is like I've seen both natural childbirth and C-sections. And let me tell you, it's, mm-hmm. it's some, it's, it's, it's metal. I, there's no other way. Like it's just straight up savage. Like, yes. It is sickening and beautiful. <laughs> and you just like, don't really know what you're feeling watching it as a third party. Um, and I'm assuming uh, while you're doing it, every, you're not really caring, but nope. let me tell you as a nurse, you're just kind of sitting there your first time, like, holy shit. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> that's a baby. <laughs> but, and yes. you, you really appreciate how traumatic it is for these poor moms. That's what I'm thinking. Like, oh my God, these poor moms and they're crying, but they're not crying how I'm crying. Like, oh my God, I'm crying. Like that must be so much pain. They're crying. Like I'm so, yeah. so, so, so like, it's so beautiful that they're having a, their, their baby and they're right. so happy. But now that, um, 
when they have that 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 kid, they just they don't really focus on them. It's mm-hmm. it's it's just a motherly instinct. It's all about you know right. that that baby they brought in. So yep, that's so, interesting. So ladies who postpartum, I tell them go see a pelvic floor therapist, especially with C section too, because yes. they. Public floor therapists, that's what they do. They mm-hmm. teach you how to massage that scar so you don't lose any, um, what am I looking for? Any movement with the scar, yeah. any, uh, it can adhere to organs underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to make sure it heals properly. There's no huge scar tissues, mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. So they specialize in that as well. Um, and so Go to them. Um, And then if it's a mom who's had kids five years ago and just started leaking when they were doing lifts, I then say, all right, well, let's see what you're doing and why you're leaking. And then I kind of triage from there. And then if it's something to where um, it's more severe, where they kind of may have a prolapse off of their symptoms, Mm -hmm. then that's when I'm like, all right, you need to go see a public floor therapist they can kind of do more things for you and then come back to me or have them contact me. And then we can kind of collaborate, see what we could do with the therapist and in the gym. Cause I mean, with a public, uh, a prolapse, you can still work out. Okay. You just need to know the symptoms, know when your body's telling you, you know, we can't do this movement right now. Um, and just go from there, work alongside a coach and a physical therapist. So, um, when they have these, when, I guess when they're pregnant, can they request to see a pelvic floor yes. therapist? So, so is I, it usually something that they offer up when you're pregnant or is it something that women have to kind of dig deep for? So it's something you got to dig deep for. Wow. Uh, United States isn't on board and like, I just had Carson mm-hmm. and I knew there were some things going on when I was pregnant, asked my OB, Hey, I need to see a public floor therapist and he's on the third floor with the public floor therapist. And he said, I don't even know if you're allowed to see her. Like he didn't even know next door. (laughs) He didn't even know like what she offered, what she was doing. And if I could see her while I was pregnant. And so he actually ended up going down the hallway, talking to her and he learned more from me being in there, which is awesome. Right. So basically a doctor of doctors, like the the teacher of the doctor. No, <laughs> just kidding. No, I just, you know, as women, we need to advocate mm-hmm. and get the proper health care. And so it's not something that's going to be offered. Okay. You have to ask. They have to ask. And you may need to have to ask a few times. Wow. Um, do you, can, can women that are currently pregnant do your, do your class? Yes. Is it yes. better to start a while or? So, um, yes. Uh, so they don't have to stay with me. That's one of the things where if they come into class, I teach them the piston breath. They start learning, um, different tendencies, different ways of moving to protect themselves during their pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Then they can go back to the CrossFit class. They don't have to stay with my class. Mm -hmm. A lot of ladies, they give up so much when they're pregnant that giving up that CrossFit class that they're used to Mm -hmm. is hard. Yeah. So just giving them new strategies, mm-hmm. new ways of moving, you know, modifications that, you know, you don't think about Yeah. or giving them the abilities to be like, okay, you know what? It's all right for me to do step ups instead of box jumps. Mm-hmm. And it's still going to kick my butt. Right. So, um, 
they necessarily do not need to start with me when they're pregnant. Okay. Uh, and they don't have to come to me when they're postpartum. It all just depends on the athlete mm-hmm. and what they're comfortable with, what they want to do. I am more than what, happy to do like a consultation mm-hmm. appointment okay. where they can meet with me for a half hour, an hour. I can give them ideas, see how they move, mm-hmm. evaluate them. And then they can go on to doing CrossFit classes Interesting. or they can scale it back. Well, not scale it back, but kind of do rebuild, reclaim mm-hmm. and CrossFit together. Wow. Yeah. We I have think, some athletes uh, who do that now too. Which I love because they come into class and they make my job so much easier because they're like, Julie told me I have to do this. I'm like, awesome. That <laughs> takes a lot of stress work, you know, with, with yeah. some of the athletes because, you know, I, I would reckon most of the coaches here don't. I didn't know I, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. know that I, I, should I didn't be, know. Yeah. I didn't know I needed to be mm-hmm. not treating them specially, but sort of, you know, they need a little bit more. Right. Um, just because of where they're at in life and at, at all points, we all need something a little extra, but, um, it's, I, uh, I just, I, I was, that's why I really wanted this <laughs> interview to happen because I think it's going to bring such a good light to the gym for mm-hmm. everyone, not even people that, like guys, I mean, all you guys out there listening, mm-hmm. they probably tuned out by now. <laughs> We're talking about childbirth. Right? And- <laughs> What's the moment we talk about childbirth? They're like, nah, I'll, I'll listen to the next podcast. But if you stuck around, I mean, all guys have women in their lives that have either had kids, their mm-hmm. wives, you know, or their sisters, moms that could really right. benefit um, from really knowing their bodies. I think, yes, this is just. Uh, this is a really relatively new thing because yes. just a couple of years ago, I remember seeing people getting bashed on Facebook about working out while they're pregnant. Yes. Like you should be bedridden and not lifting Shoot, a finger. My grandma still tells me to slow down. Slow down. <laughs> yeah. My, yeah. It's all, it's like yeah. an older generation and it's really been CrossFit. That's been like, who said this? Right. Like who made this right. a thing? Like it's not, at big, it's you should work out while you're pregnant. You shouldn't be doing the craziness that games athletes do, or even some of the movements that we do in the gym. But by darn, you should be doing something. You shouldn't mm-hmm. just be sitting there. And this is really, really a relatively new thing. I mean, just in nursing school a couple of years ago, we were having discussions about women not working out while they are pregnant, and me over there are like. What science do you have to back that up? Come on, people. Like, yeah. It's the 21st century. Women have jobs and we can vote. Like We should be taking care of our pelvic floor, too. <laughs> Just wrap it all up, you know? Like I'm like, this is something else. So, I mean, this is a really cool thing that's – I just love that it's really bringing to light because now if I have kids, I'm going to be so much better prepared. Right. But um, baby Carson's filling my baby needs right now when I get she to pick her up. She kind of does that with everybody <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, she's, she's just the cutest little thing. I hope you guys listening to this just, like, go say hi to baby Carson after this <laughs> because she is awesome. <laughs> she's the reason. She, she's one of the three. Oh, yes. one of the two, but one of the three when we right, remembered right. that third one. Remembered so it had three. three children. <laughs> um, but, I mean, besides having uh, the coolest – one of the coolest classes that we offer at CrossFit Lacey, you're also probably one of the coolest dresser. I mean, Julie always walks in with a cool body. Oh, hair done. She has the coolest <laughs> jacket on right now, guys, let me tell you. I, uh, I was trying my mom's swagger. Your mom's swagger. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't have any swagger, so it's really cool to see. Um, Most of the time, I they tell me I smell like uh, Carson. So yeah, oh good. Well, that's good. So baby, baby's perfume, stuff. perfume, yeah. baby perfume. So mm. this is 
delicious. You're very, you're very much into <laughs> all the circles of life, womanly life. <laughs> you have the baby powder ah. perfume just, just on and just, that's it. That's all you need. Just rocking it. I mean, you really are living, have, helping women <laughs> live their best lives. I, I think hey. it's awesome. Um, but I think we have really hit some really great points home. Do you have anything else you'd like to add or just, just to say? Um, I mean, if you guys have any questions, want to pick my brain, want more information, I'm here. Yeah. I mean, just come to me, let me know. Um, like I said, you don't have to do reclaim, mm-hmm. but I can sit down with you, do a movement assessment, kind of help you engage that core, mm-hmm. just do whatever you're, I'm here. I'm here to help. I want to help and I love serving others. That's why God blessed me with my abilities. So, and three cool kids and three cool kids. Do you have uh, like a way to contact you? Do you like Instagram or like a, like email or something? I am horrible with social media, by the way. Okay. Um, So (laughs) So if you send her a carrier pigeon, she'll answer you. (laughs) Send me a letter in the mail. Yeah. Send me a letter in the mail and five to seven business days. She'll get back to you. Uh, Just remember, I have three kids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. So email trainingdayjulie at gmail.com. Awesome. I will email, put I it that. in the um, notes for this podcast. Yep. I am going to figure that out. And there will be some type <laughs> of link to Julie. Um, and if not, I mean, you guys, she's here all the time. She's always um, helping yep. out, having just an awesome lot. attitude. And you know, just look, if you don't know what she looks like, look for the, the blonde, tall person that's always smiling and yelling at you about not <laughs> You'll find her pretty the rapidly. Yeah, one. the bossy one. You'll, you'll, you'll hear her. Don't worry. But um, so I'll just, uh, I guess I'll just wrap it up. I mean, I, uh, I think I asked you to have a good book. If you have a book recommendation or anything for anyone oh, to. Uh, Daring Greatly. Leading. Um, Daring Greatly. So this is a book recommendation by Brene Brown. I probably Brene Brown. Brene, please don't We're listen to what it. happened. To, hopefully she'll never listen to this. Uh, so Dare to Lead. She's got a huge thing about just being vulnerable, um, being authentic, uh, learning how to just be who you are and not being sorry yeah. about it. And I think you're empowering or encompassing that with your with your class. I mean, you're, you're daring all these women to just be great and yes. do great things and be, be awesome. comfortable yep. and get comfortable with their body. And I think, mm-hmm. I mean, I hope in this podcast, you guys have been able to see how passionate that Julie is about this. So I'm really excited that this is our first podcast. Yes. I think we, I think we did pretty good. We nailed it. I think we nailed it. So I <laughs> will, I'll, I'll sign off now and I hope you guys enjoy and uh, look forward to the next one. All right. Bye, guys. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our very first podcast and learned some valuable information from Coach Julie. Stay tuned for our future podcast highlighting our members, coaches, and the Lacey community. I look forward to hearing your feedback. Till next time, thanks for tuning in to CFL Happy Hour.